everyone. You're listening to Patio Talk Pod. Where we believe everyone has a story. And we want to share it. I'm David. And I'm Cindy. Welcome to the show. Hey, Patio Talk family. Hey. This is episode 27. 27. Oh my goodness. Yeah. In today's episode, we're going to talk about where we have been, where we are, and where we are going. Well, I'm excited. I want to bring you guys up to date a little bit on um, what we've got going on. We do have a, a great website that we've set up over the past year. Yes, we do. And that was a year in the works to make sure that it looks mm-hmm. decent. Uh, we got a new logo that we can't, that we added to the show, mm-hmm. and it looks really good. And we just wanted to put it out there. If you guys like what you have heard with the show and you would like for us to continue making great episodes, we would love to have your support. And we're not asking for much. We're just asking for a cup of coffee. Yes. So, yeah, make your way over to our website at patiotalkpod.net and look for that cute little coffee cup. In the bottom right-hand corner. Be sure to click that to help support us by buying us a cup of coffee. Yeah, it's a it's a pretty good idea. Uh, it, it'll take you to a different website. It'll be buy me a cup of coffee, or you can do it right there on the website. It'll just be a small uh, pop-up that'll come up there. But if you want to join the membership where you support us monthly, you can go to the website. There's a link there as well. Uh, in the monthly membership, you will get a monthly Zoom call with Cindy and I, where you will be part of the Patio Talk team. And we can talk, uh, we'll have a Q&A session each month. And we'll also brainstorm on some ideas for Patio Talk Pod. Oh, so we'd love to have you join us and support us. Again, it's not anything that makes us money. It just helps us pay for some of the administrative costs of producing a podcast. Yes. So where have we been? We started this podcast in this year of 2020. Our first episode dropped on January 5th. It was actually our introductory episode. And we've come a long way with, with uh, gear January 5th was the episode that we um, put out for introducing the podcast, and then we jumped right in with a great guest, and it was called World Changing Hope. Our guest was Lee Hodges, and we talked about his organization, uh, Hope Springs International. We really love having Lee on. The next person we had on was the owner of Gallatin CrossFit, and that was Mr. John Harris. Very inspirational episode there of learning to be intentional. Intentional life change. And then we kicked it on into February with a great episode, Love and Alzheimer's with Ashley. And then The Struggle is Real, where we dealt with postpartum depression. And then we had a Just Say Yes from our guest, Laura, where we talked about adoption and just saying yes to that. And then that put us into March. And March started getting off kilter a little bit for us and for the rest of the world. Yeah, exactly. Well, the rest of the, rest of the yeah. country, anyway. COVID hit hard. We all went on shutdown, lockdown, quarantine, isolation, however you want to name it, label it, and remote working from home and learning to do life differently with children at home now instead of at school, and so it was chaos there. Yeah. We picked it back up in May, and uh, we had one episode in May, one episode in June. We had great guests. We had Marquise on with Talented and Inspirational, and then we had Shane on with Attitude of Gratitude, a story of addiction. And then in July, we kicked it out with seven days of prayer, where we had short episodes, little mini episodes, where we just talked about praying for our country, pay, praying for uh, what was going on with COVID, and for also for all just um, people arguing online, really just arguing with each other. At that time, we as a country really needed 
to just pray. And I think folks really responded to those seven days straight that we did there. We were very fortunate to be able to share that with, with our, our listeners. And then we started getting back into the groove a little bit. In August, we had a couple of episodes out there with Ramble On, and then we just had a random episode. Uh, then we, in uh, September, talked about marriage. October was social media and masks and handshakes and lying teenagers and adoption. And then we kicked off our adoption stories series in November. November is, of course, National Adoption Awareness Month. So we wanted to make sure we brought awareness to adoption. And we have four great stories in the month of November that um, that you guys responded very well to and really uh, the numbers show that you really enjoyed those. So we're very thankful that you listened to those. And we will have more guests on talking about adoption because it's very near and dear to our heart. And one day, maybe this year, we will tell our story of adoption as well. I mean, maybe next year. Well, you're we're right. still in this year. Well, it depends on when you're listening to the show. You could be listening in 2020. You could be listening in 2021. True. But being that we're dated for 2020. Yeah. Yeah. We're we'll call you out on it. We are dating ourselves. Yep. So that's where we've been. It's exciting. We like to thank all of our guests that we had this year for sharing your stories and trusting us to share them with our listeners. And thank you to all our, our subscribers and our listeners. We're excited about the first year and looking forward to the second year of producing our podcast. And if you listen to our podcast this past year, you heard us talk about a fitness challenge or mental health, mental toughness, fitness challenge, whatever you want to call it that we participated in. And we did this starting in July and ran through the end of September. And it was 75 straight days. Very hard. But we did it. We did. So Cindy and I. Successfully. <laughs> successfully. It was not easy. No, there were days that I wanted to give up at like day 55. I was willing. But we didn't. No. Thankfully, we did not. No, we finished it. Through that challenge, we created a lot of good habits and disciplines that maintained after the 75 days. Mm-hmm. We did not quit. Nope. Um, we did take a small break. We kind of created a mini discipline outline, I guess, to continue. We didn't necessarily do the same core steps. I, yeah, steps. But we, we were strategic. We would plan for 21 days to stick to our diet, no cheats. And it's Halloween. We took the day off for Halloween to enjoy some candy treats or s'mores. (laughs) And then we got right back on it again for another 21 days until my birthday. Took us through Thanksgiving. Then we got into December. We got a little lax, but we continued, you know, working out. Maybe not as rigid as we were. But who does in December? Really? (laughs) Right. Even without, like, you don't have all the parties and things that went on this year, the social events, there still seemed to be a lot of good foods around us very often. Of course, I had a cookie baking day here at the house, and that didn't help. We probably had over 400 cookies here. Not that we kept all 400, but... No, we shared those. (laughs) But enough. Too much. So we, we did indulge. We didn't... We chose what we indulged on, and... You know, other times we tried to maintain being healthy, but we're human. Why not enjoy the holidays, right? I mean, life's not worth living if you can't have some enjoyment. (laughs) Exactly. So that's where we are. Let's talk about where we're going. Focus in 50. This is not something that uh, is an internet sensation or anything like that, but this is something that we find very 
that we have found passion in encouraging people. And we really want to encourage others to live a healthy, sustainable lifestyle. No, we're not starting a company. No, we're not asking anybody to join a membership and pay for any sort of program. But what we are going to do is we're going to set a group aside and we're going to encourage that group to get focused in 50 days, focused on their health mentally and physically. We have started a group in Facebook that we're going to use to uh, do that. We all, we know that several of you may not use Facebook, and that's okay. You can go to our website. There will be a pop-up that will come up, and it will ask you to put in your email address for news regarding the podcast. And you can put your email address in there, and we will send you the information that you need in order to do this challenge with us if you would like to. Now, we've talked about the challenge. Let's talk about what this challenge is. So the Focus in 50 challenge is this. Number one focus point. Pick a sustainable diet and stick to it for 50 days. No cheat foods. Prior to starting the challenge, you must determine what is considered a cheat food. It's your health and you know your body better than anyone. That's right. You know your body better than anyone. You know what diet would be best for you. If you don't know that, if you're having trouble coming up with that, you may want to consult your doctor if you're unsure of what would be the best for you. Set your boundaries. Know what your cheats would be so that you don't trip yourself up. Right. You do that before you start this. You don't get into it in 25 days and go, you know what? I think that's really a cheat food. I've ate it for the first 25 days because that, that doesn't work. You right. need to set that Or the opposite, the that little evil side of you that starts telling you, you know what? Just a little of that is not really a cheat. But if it's something that you determined is not part of your diet, then do not partake in it. Focus point number two. This is everyone's favorite. I like it. Not. It is one of my favorites. <laughs> this is the one that I talked about often that I struggled with. Drink one gallon of water per day. Every day. Every day. Yes. Look, that's Every 120 day for days. 128 ounces. Yeah. 128 you, ounces. Yeah. You say like say that like it's nothing. It's but. nothing. It's easy. <laughs> I will say, if you struggle, here are some tips. Start early. Um, what ended up helping me halfway through is I purchased a gigantic water bottle from Amazon. <laughs> a big gallon water bottle. Yes. I filled it up every I filled it up every night before I went to bed, actually, so that it would be ready the next day. And I kept a cup that was 25 ounces, I think it was. Mm -hmm. And I would just fill it up, drink that all the way, and just keep filling my water bottle up. I kept that jug with me. I like my water cold, so I kept it in the fridge because it also made me get up, move around, and go to the fridge and refill my water bottle. And so it created movement. But that is definitely something that finally helped me to keep track and be able to get my water consumed. And I will tell you, you do not want to start late in the day. No. You do not want to be at 8 o'clock and you still have half a gallon no. to drink. Then they're done that and it's miserable. You make yourself sick. You will get. <laughs> you will make yourself sick, number one. Number two, you will be up and down all night long going to the yes. bathroom. It just will happen. Yes. It reminds me of a meme I saw this week. See if I can hear what it said. It was like, if you're drinking your gallon of water per day, you'll be too busy peeing to care about the drama going on in the world. <laughs> Something true. similar See? like that. <laughs> See, there's added benefits to drinking is, a gallon yeah. of water a day. Yes. 
You can also use sparkling water. You can add a sugar-free flavor to your water, things like that, that is not cheating. You're still drinking water. And if that helps you get some of that water consumed, then go for it. Or you can just go straight hardcore. Yeah. Drink all water. Yeah. Guzzle it down in like 60 seconds. I wouldn't do that. I would not advise that. No. No. (laughs) Focus point number three. One hour of exercise daily. Now this gets broken down into two segments. 30 minutes must be a walk or run outside no matter what. Right. No matter what the weather is. If it's snowing, raining, thunderstorms, wherever you may be. Now be safe. Now be safe. Don't be silly. Obviously. Don't go outside with an umbrella that's made of metal and in a thunderstorm with lightning. But seriously, it's it's something that you work around. You work around the weather. Strategic. Check the weather in the morning and plan your day around that. And you can break it up if you have the opportunity, if you work. So take a 15-minute morning break, 15-minute afternoon break. Go out and do your walk or jog then. Right. There's just something mentally about being outside and exercising, no matter what the weather is. Some of our best times were just being outside on a walk. Really, I look forward to that each day. Yeah, observing nature. We met so many more neighbors. We we had great conversations during that time. You know, not I know not everyone will have a partner when they go out and walk, but it is a time you could call and chat with someone while you're yeah. out walking. Hey, um, put put those earbuds in. Yeah, just tell them, hey, you may hear some heavy breathing because I'm out <laughs> walking. Well, I know right you now. did that a lot, right? Yeah, that's yeah. You did that a lot when when we couldn't walk together. You would do that. You would call you know, or family listen or to a podcast. You know, you could listen to us. <laughs> yeah, you could listen to patio talk. <laughs> and there's other great podcasts out there, obviously. Think, you know, music, whatever your jam is. So the second part of the exercise daily, so the other half hour, should be some kind of exercise regimen such as weightlifting, you know, join a gym, like, you know, we joined nine round. It's a great 30-minute workout. Or if you're local, join John Harris's CrossFit Gallatin. Yeah, join it. Or uh, watch YouTube videos. There are tons of exercise videos, yoga, Pilates, all kinds of cardio, different things that you can um, do at home. Just, you know, find a way to be creative. I mean, you, you could, if you really like to run, you could run for the entire hour. Right. You could. <laughs> Absolutely. Be creative. But Just- at least have 30 minutes outside. The other part of that is do something to strengthen your body. Your, your body needs to be strengthened. And yeah. um, like Cindy said, we join nine round. Nine round is perfect because it is 30 minutes of sweating. And you strengthen your body. You kick. You punch. You do all kinds of different exercises. And nothing's nothing's the same every day. So yeah. it's kind of broken up. Yeah. And this is not a infomercial for nine round. It's just because of what we do and what we know. But the reason I really like a gym like this that's formatted like this is because if I were to go to somewhere like Planet Fitness, for me, having to self-evaluate, I would go in and I would just do the basic boring treadmill elliptical and I would walk out. I'd be too intimidated to go over to the machines to try to talk to someone because I'm introverted. And even though they places like that offer trainers, they offer mm-hmm. people. So if it doesn't intimidate you, go to a gym like that. And get a trainer. Get a trainer. You know, a lot of them offer it in the beginning just to get you started. Or they do group classes. Uh, kind of think outside the box for yourself if it yeah, another popular thing works is for you. Cycle bars or the Peloton at home. 
Yeah, those are really popular. Those are very popular as well. But again, you may want to consult your doctor if you are unsure of which exercise exercise program is best for you, or if you're unsure if you can perform exercises. Yes, definitely. Always check with your doctor. But if you can walk, walking will do it. If you got to walk an hour, walk an hour. Because walking builds so much more than I think you realize. Um, for me with back problems, it's really helped strengthen my back. It strengthens your core. It really can do a lot for you. Focus point number four. Read three nonfiction books in 50 days. Each book must be a minimum of 100 pages and no audiobooks. Nope. Uh-uh. A physical Physi- book. Yeah, a physical book in your hand. And I will say, I have fallen in love with audiobooks. But when we did that challenge that required us, it was a little bit different on the reading challenge. Um, but when it required me to actually physically hold a book, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I did too, because I could underline and highlight things that really stood out to me Mm -hmm. and I could go back to them much easier than I could on Kindle or on my phone or or, or anything like that, especially with audio. It's hard to highlight those things with audio. So really think about what are your interests and, you know, cause it has to be nonfiction doesn't mean necessarily it's a self-help book. It could be true crime book if you like mystery and something like that, but just something that gets you Right, uh, if you like reading. history, make yeah. something about history. Exactly. Think Really just kind of think through that. Um, if you're not an avid reader and you're afraid to make a purchase of books because you're not sure if you'll like it, find your local public library right. and check out a book there because it'd be easy return, no money caught, you know, cost involved. Right. Um, and, and what we'll put in our Facebook group, we have topics, and in there we have books. So if anyone has a book that they don't mind sharing, we may be able to share within our group as well. We need to read books. Another tip I'll say, too, is this happened to me that in the last challenge, I started a book and got three or four chapters into it, and it was very redundant. And so, therefore, I was not interested I tossed it aside and picked another book. So it may be that you have to do this. The thing is just finish three books in 50 days. So you're not stuck to a book if you start reading it and decide it's not for you. So pick up a book, read it, read three of them. If it's three 100 page books, that's 300 pages you've read. If it's three 300 page books, 900 pages, but read the book. Yeah. Focus point number five. Take a selfie on day one, day 25, and day 50. You want to see your progress. Because again, we're not focusing on scales. This is not about focusing on losing weight necessarily or any of that. This is focusing on getting healthy and sustaining a healthy lifestyle. Yep. Yep. That is physically and mentally. That is the five focus points of Focus in 50. If you would like to join us in this, our first session will start January 10th of 2021. That is on a Sunday. You might be asking why we're not starting until January 10th. That is because obviously we're just now getting this out there. Everyone needs time to plan, prepare, and participate. And we'll talk more about that um, here shortly. But we wanted to give some avid time for everyone to really think about this. It's a, it's a big decision. It is a big decision, and it's not one to be taken lightly. And you may need to contact your doctor before you start this. So we want to give you time to do that as well. So day one is January 10th. 
if you complete all of these items in 50 days, day 50 is Sunday, February 28th. We're starting on a Sunday and we're ending on a Sunday for a specific reason. Most people start diets on Mondays. Most people start diets on January 1st. We're not like most people. We want to focus in 50 and we want to succeed in 50. And we want to sustain. Here's where accountability comes in. If you miss a day of exercise, you must add that day to the end of the challenge. So it's not a reset, but it's kind of a deferment. So it's just going to keep increasing your time if you miss it. If you miss a day of drinking a gallon of water, you must add that day to the end of the challenge. If you have a cheat food, you must add a day to the end of the challenge. I think you can see where we're going here. If you have not finished your three books by day 50, you must add the days until you finish the books. That doesn't mean if you don't, like you still have to keep the whole regimen up, right? Yes, the whole regimen continues. So it doesn't mean you finish everything in 50 days and you didn't read your three books and you call it quits. You no. Did, you haven't succeeded yet. You still have to finish those three books. And so you have to keep up the same regimen, all five focus points. Exactly. All Until five you points. have finished 50 full days. Of all five focus points. Yep. So can you focus in 50 and finish on time? Again, we can't stress this enough. Before beginning a diet and exercise program or challenge, you should consult your doctor. If you have any questions about your ability to participate in those activities. This challenge is your personal challenge. There's no prize money. There's no awards. There's no charge to participate. Not at all. We are simply starting a group of friends, encouraging one another to a healthy and sustainable lifestyle. And if any in any way doing this challenge makes you feel stressed, anxious, exhausted, or fearful, you don't have to do it. You can find health and well-being in other ways. We're just presenting this as an option if you're wanting an accountability group, an encouragement group mm -hmm. to join us. We found when we did the last challenge together, we were accountable to one another. We also had an app that we were able to use that held us accountable. So for those of you who may need something like that, on top of a group, Cindy's got you covered. Yeah, you need a checklist. You do need to create some way that holds you accountable to make sure that you're hitting every focus point each day. Yeah, you don't want to lay down at night and go, did I do that or not? You don't want to do that. Yeah, especially tracking your water because you'll end up maybe drinking a lot more than you have to because you didn't keep track. Right. I have found, for me, I have found an app called Rubit, I think is how you pronounce it. It's R-O-U-B-I-T. There's obviously tons of apps out there. That's, this is just one that I happen to run across and actually like using. But basically, it allows you to create your to-do list daily. And so you can create your item. It gives you a, a box that you can click and check off. It crosses it off. And it even gives, gives it, you a little sound. It gives you sound. <laughs> Which gives me great satisfaction <laughs> because I love to cross things off a list. It gives me that, you know, accomplishment feeling. Um, and so for me on the water, I break it out by 25 ounces so that I can better keep track of it. And I don't feel so doomed by looking at my water bottle, what I've got left. At least I know I've completed 25 ounces. I've completed 50. Um, yeah, I do it with a 36 ounce bottle. Yeah. And, you know, I drink those 36 ounce bottles. Yeah. So you can create it however it works for you, whatever will help you succeed. 
Um, but I can put all those items on there. I can, I'll be able to go in there on day one, day 25 and day 50 and add the self pick, um, on those specific days. Um, so it's, it's, it's very helpful. Uh, so I highly encourage that you find some way if it's having it on your computer, on your phone somehow or old fashioned way, write it out, print it out, <laughs> have a sheet for each day. And that might be good too. If you like to journal, write thoughts about how you struggled, because I will say through our challenge that we did, I learned a lot about myself. I learned a lot about myself and how I obviously don't like to drink water as much as I always thought I did. Um, just as a, a small example there, but I think it does help you reflect on things. Your interest, obviously with reading, you know, it helps you think through that. Uh, so journaling could be help, helpful for sure. I'll say this. i I was one who fell into the audiobook reading. And I couldn't tell you the last time I actually picked up a physical book and read it until this year, until 2020, when we went through a challenge that we did. And I read three books and started the fourth. Uh, and they were really pretty large books and really good books. And I, and I love being able to do that. And I will say this, not something that I continued on. It was difficult to do, but I do like reading more now, and I have read more since then. I am one of those guys that I'm just not going to read a lot. When faced with a challenge, I like to overcome that challenge, and I did it. And you know what? It was great. I'm glad I did. I read three full, pretty large books in the year of 2020. I can't tell you the last time I even read three books <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> physically. Same. I used to love reading as a kid, too. Um, then... Life happened, I guess, and got away from it, but it's really therapeutic. We watched less TV because we were focused on working out, taking care of ourselves, prepping our food, eating better, you know, less reading. Less social media. Yeah. We've got a few tips for you. So I have a quote here from a Marie Forleo, I think is how you say it. If you want to be responsible, keep promises to others. If you want to be successful, Keep your promises to yourself. That's so, a good quote. Yes. So, and that's so true. We often, we would never break a promise to a best friend. I'm, I'm sure I've said that before on these that, episodes. Yeah. That you wouldn't, you wouldn't break break that promise, but to yourself, break them all the time. You allow yourself to be that enemy. You talk yourself out of things that you know would be good for you. Um, it kind of also goes back to when one of our trainers talked about. Your body will, your mind will often quit before your body mm-hmm. is really ready to, or how, I forgot how that yeah, was. Andrew ordered. said it. Yeah. Your, your, your mind will quit long before your body will. Yeah. And so just remembering things like that to push through it and to shh that, <laughs> that voice. Um, because for me, I deal with chronic pain and I allowed that for years, years to keep me from trying physical things because I just told myself, I just can't do it. My body hurts too bad. My back will go out, my knee, my, you know, now I'm dealing with my wrist and things like that. And even as starting this, I'm, I'm looking at having surgery during this time mm-hmm. on my hands, but I've already pre-planned in my mind how I'm going to work around that to still, cause I can still walk. Mm-hmm. I can punch the air. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can still do things to get my heart rate up and not use my hands during, you know, those couple of weeks. Still do the squats. Yep, still do squats on lunges. Lunges. <laughs> um, 
So yeah, I, I totally know all about the excuses that can come about. So once you can silence them and you can commit to yourself, and that's who you're committing to. You're not committing to David and I. You're committing to yourself. You're making a promise to yourself to focus on you for 50 days to hopefully develop some really good disciplines to continue taking care of yourself. How do you do that? How do you do that? Yeah. Do that with planning. Go through each step, each focus point, and plan how you will achieve that on a daily basis. Then you prepare. You look at your plan for that focus point, and then you prepare how you will execute it. So anything you can do like meal planning. Mm -hmm. Checking the weather. Checking the weather. Checking your calendars. Looking at your time. Okay, well, Friday's really busy for me from time, the time I, I rise to the time I go to sleep. I'm going to have to skip reading today, but Saturday, I have several extra hours of free time that I can catch up on my reading. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm planning ahead like that. Um, obviously, um, like I already talked about with the water, if you know you struggle with it, have Start a plan. Early. Have a plan and prepare. Start early. Have your water bottle ready the night before. Have your gym bag packed and ready to go the night before if you've got to go early in the morning. Or if you've got to take it with you to the office or to work or leave it in your car while you're working. Yes. Have your workout clothes washed and ready. (laughs) Yep. That's preparing. So there's no excuse. Right. Because when that enemy creeps in, Mm -hmm. they'll use any excuse. Well, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't have my workout clothes ready. Well, man, darn. And it's going to happen. We're just going to say it's going to happen. Yes, it will. You got to fight it. So there you've got your plan and you've got your prepare. And the final step is participate. Do it. Yeah, just do it. And if you've planned and you've prepared, then participating will be the easy part. Exactly. You got to get up and get after it. Cindy is the planner. Cindy is the introvert. I'm not. I look at things a little bit differently. A lot of the way I talk to myself doesn't work for her. But I'll give you a little bit about me. I have to talk to myself pretty crude. I have to be just blunt with myself. Even today, as I'm working, the little enemy inside of me was trying to talk me out of going to the gym after work because I didn't go this morning. I knew I'd have to go after work. And then I just had to get just rude with myself. And just say, dude, don't be a loser. Get your butt up and go. That's the way I talk to me. That works for me. That might not work for you. And anyone shouldn't call anyone else a loser. But me calling myself that is one thing because that works for me. I'm not saying that works for everybody, but some people need that little kick in the rear end like I do. And I have to kick myself in that rear end. And we do some butt kickers in that nine round. And so, yeah, you do get to kick yourself in the butt. Sorry, side note. I need that. I have to talk to myself like that. But Cindy can't do that. I can't even listen to you talk to yourself that way. Because then I start taking it personal and internalizing it. There's probably some therapy that needs to be done there for me to figure out why. But, <laughs> but for me, I want to be encouraged. I have to plan ahead again because what I've learned is I am not an evening workout person. I've really, you know, I don't mind going out for a walk, but even that was hard sometimes because by the time you've worked all day and I'm thinking, Okay, I need dinner. I need to prepare dinner, this and that. If we go walk, then it's late, yada, yada, yada. See, I can do it all day long. So for me, getting up early and going is the best thing for me. Or like today, I was off. I'm not going to go early. I went evening with you last night, but it's 
is not my prime. So I went at 1030 this morning because I knew that I had plans in the afternoon that once I got dressed for the day to go out, I'm not going to want to get back in my workout clothes and go sweat. So just learning things about yourself like that and being able to put things in place to make sure you still succeed and take care of yourself. So here's the question. Can you focus in 50 and kickstart your healthy, sustainable lifestyle? It's up to you. It's your choice. It's your challenge. If you want to do that and you want to be accountable, we have our group, Focused in 50. You will need to message us to be invited to that group. If you would like to do that, please feel free to do that. You can email us if you'd like at patiotalkpod at gmail.com. You can go onto our website and you can sign up for, uh, you can subscribe to our website at patiotalkpod.net. The reason we do this is when we started this podcast, we talked about we were going to talk about family, we are going to talk about health, and we are going to talk about causes. Right now we're focusing on some health. The challenging year that we've had, one of the greatest things to come out of it is that Cindy and I started focusing on our health. Yes. When we sat back in the middle of July and we went, we've got to do something with our health. We weren't thinking about weight. We weren't thinking about looking good in a bathing suit because we had already been to the beach already. Yeah. (laughs) It it wasn't that. It was, we need to be healthy. We've got to take care of our health. That's what we want others to do as well. Take care of your health. You take care of you. Yes, mentally and physically. So this is why we're doing this challenge. And we invite you to join us. There's no charge for it. It's a personal challenge for yourself. We just want to be there to help encourage you to do it. So if you'd like to join that, please let us know. Yep, we'd love to have you on this ride. So one other thing, David, I want to throw out there to our listeners is looking into creating a vision board for 2021. That is something I think that can be simple or it can be very detailed and laid out. There's so many options out there if you search about putting a vision board together. Um, But I think just having some tangible visions in front of you of what you're aiming for for this year as a daily reminder or weekly reminder of what you're living for, what you're getting up for every day is important. And so that's just an encouragement there as well. It might help you figure out your why for why you want to do this challenge with us or why you want to do some other goal that you have set. It's important to know your why. And sometimes just visualizing what you want for yourself in the next year will help you figure that out. Yes. So with talking about our visions for 2021, we wish you all a very happy new year. We pray blessings for everyone of good health and prosperity in the next year. Amen. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review and hit subscribe wherever you listen to our podcast. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Patio Talk Pod. Please check us out as well on our website, patiotalkpod.net. And if you like what you hear and would like to support the show, click on that cute little button in the show notes that says buy us a coffee. Thanks for listening.